Hello, and welcome back to Speaking Startup, Missouri Business Alerts podcast covering the news and issues important to Missouri entrepreneurs. I'm Seth Bodine. And I'm Isabel Rubles. So, Isabel, our work over the summer is coming to... to the site. It's being published. the site, yeah. After months of work. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I think it'll be cool. Can you tell the listeners a little bit, a little bit about what where we were. Yeah, so we traveled to Marshall, Missouri, which is about halfway between Columbia and Kansas City, to take a look at their entrepreneurial ecosystem. So kind of looking at what businesses thrive there, what businesses are needed, how entrepreneurs are being helped, and just what generally it looks like to be starting up businesses in small Missouri towns. Part of Outstate is going to be on this episode. That's right. You guys better stay tuned. First, we will hear this week's headlines. Then we will hear an interview I did with Sandy Allison, the executive director of the Marshall Saline Development Corporation. Sandy is one of the people we met and talked with in Marshall when we were there for the Outstate Project. After that, we will hear an interview our reporter Maxwell Hogan had with Dr. Michael Holtzman. Holtzman is a WashU physician who has pioneered research about respiratory disease. He formed a startup to commercialize some of that research. And then, of course, you will get our digits, the numbers that matter in startup news. But first, the headlines. There's a new head of innovation at the St. Louis Regional Chamber. Matt Minetti is the organization's new director of innovation and entrepreneurship. Minetti was a former executive director of Global Hack, a St. Louis-based organization that hosts hackathons. Minetti's move comes after the resignation of previous director Andrew Smith in March. A Hollywood studio is developing a TV drama based on the story of one of Missouri's most famous entrepreneurial families, the Bushes, of the Anheuser-Busch beer empire. It is based on a book called Under the Influence, the unauthorized story of the Anheuser-Busch dynasty. The drama, which will be called Under the Influence, is being developed by 101 Studios. The KC Rise Fund, too, just received a $2 million investment from H&R Block. The investment was announced last week at the annual Back to KC event. H&R Block Chief Executive Jeff Jones said this is one of the many investments the company hopes to make in startups. KC Rise Fund said this is one of the largest contributions from a corporate investor the fund has seen. So Seth, tell us a bit more about the Outstate Project. Sure. So in a lot of places in the U.S. and even the world, urbanization is increasing, meaning people more and more are moving to cities. That leaves small towns in Missouri fighting to stay relevant. This project is focusing on entrepreneurship in small towns. And for this installment of the project, we're focusing on Marshall, Missouri. So I was able to travel with you and the rest of our team to Marshall earlier this summer. But what can you tell our listeners about Marshall? Yeah, sure. It's a town of of about 13,000, about halfway between Columbia and Kansas City and Saline County, like you said earlier. And Sandy Allison is the executive director of the Marshall Saline Development Corporation. And the whole corporation's goal is to recruit new industries and businesses into the counties to strengthen existing businesses. I spoke with Allison about her ideas on how to revitalize small towns like Marshall. Let's take a listen. Every small community has certain needs. And once you find your niche, it'll grow and you become successful. But 
little towns to retain the so they don't have a brain drain after they go graduate from high school either they go to work for their parents of farming or they go away to college they meet somebody they don't come back home so all the rural communities are dealing with brain drains and how to get them to come back home but I think it comes down to the quality of life that the rural area offers that I appreciate no traffic you know your neighbors you sit on the porch and talk to your neighbors that doesn't happen in the big cities so I think the businesses will grow if people will give them a chance and come home. Is each Missouri small town on their own in finding their business or is there common factors that they tap into? Well, we have different regions. We have a five county regional group and then we have a regional group that works with them through the state. And then we have local meetings and chapters, whether it's Chamber of Commerce or Business Development Group or whatever. But each town has some, is there a diamond in the rough for somebody to find and work with. Uh, Sweet Springs are revitalizing their downtown area. Slater's working on uh, bringing new people in with offering free lots and land for people. Uh, each town has something unique, ideal, or a history to work from that I think makes them all run to work together. And when you bring them together, they become a team. And we have a junction team right now made up of all the little towns in the county that are helping us get the sales tax passed and now giving that sales tax back to them to do economic development. And we're going to make the growth happen down at the junction and with the new water district uh, working on the new lines. I think that'll make a difference. And sewer and water there will make, that's the last corridor that we have that's not developed between St. Louis and Kansas City that I think uh, will put us on the map. In terms of business and entrepreneurs, what's next for Marshall? growth and development uh, with uh, the junction will come new investments, uh, new money, new businesses, and new entrepreneurship. We have people, we have four corners down there that we're meeting with people on investing from Tennessee to Oklahoma, bringing in uh, whether it's a service station, a restaurant, or uh, some other branch. And there'll be 200 jobs plus down there uh, within two years. Thank you, Seth. You can check out the full Outstate project at MissouriBusinessAlert.com, coming out soon. Now we will hear a conversation between Missouri Business Alert reporter Maxwell Hogan and Dr. Michael Holtzman. Holtzman is a physician and the director of pulmonary and critical care medicine at the Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis. He's also an entrepreneur. Holtzman has received awards totaling $7.5 million dollars to support his research focused on controlling chronic respiratory diseases. He's also formed a startup to help bring respiratory drugs to market. Here's more from Holtzman. So, Dr. Holtzman, in addition to your role as a doctor specializing in chronic respiratory disease research like asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease at Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis, can you give us some background information on your startup company? The company was started in 2012. So it's uh, about seven years old now, 
and was really set up initially uh, as a tool to get funding for you know the work that we wanted to do. So it's only really come uh, moved from what you might call a virtual company to a company in reality on the basis of these last two grants. You've recently received $7.5 million in federal grants. What's the significance of that funding? The way the NIH and other people view this program is that these two grants that we have now are essentially um, getting your foot in the water. So they're, I guess some people would consider a lot of money, but in the drug discovery world, this is uh, enough money to really just get the foundation for getting more money because the usual cost of bringing a new drug to market is quite high, as you're probably well aware, you know, in the tens to hundreds of millions of dollars. So these grants aren't going to get us all the way to the end. They're really just meant to get things in place to then build into the next phase. So our plan, I mean, we have a number of irons in the fire to the next stage, but one of the key ingredients would be to progress these grants, which are considered phase one proposals, to move them into larger proposals um, called phase two proposals, where there's significantly greater financial resources and significantly higher level achievement in terms of getting through the FDA and into clinical trials and eventually into the marketplace. And that's what those later stage grants are designed to do. So, um, like I say, these initial awards are terrific. They're very hard to get, and that's a highly competitive process. So we're pleased that we got them, but we also view them as really just the first step in getting the next phase of funding in order to move through the FDA and into clinical trials in humans. How difficult is it managing the budget while also navigating the research aspect of it? It's difficult on many levels. I mean, I think, um, you know, at the first level, just the scientific aspect of developing a new drug is very challenging and doesn't happen very often. In my field, it's almost never happened. So, so that part of just the, you know, what I would call the drug discovery scientific aspect is is already, um, you know, probably has a 99% failure rate. So then on top of that, you know, you need to move that into the commercial space in some way in order to get the resources and the programs in place to do that aspect. And that also has, you know, a greater than 90% failure rate. You know, most small businesses fail in all fields and in the biotech drug discovery, healthcare field fails probably even at a higher rate. I mean, I guess I don't know the exact numbers, but I can imagine that it's, again, in excess of 90% failures. So just statistically speaking, um, you've got trouble, you know, in terms of getting through the pipeline and into something that benefits patients. So um, all of that's the case. And then, you know, the environment, um, for entrepreneurial activity in this area is uh, tight and it's a little bit more developed, I don't mind saying, in other geographic areas than the Midwest. So there are significant obstacles just, you know, in a little local nature in terms of getting the proper support, proper funding, 
um, proper resources to get through the gauntlet, if you will. So it's um, not for everybody, I would say, and it's a very, I think, a very challenging process with a very long and steep learning curve in order to get to be successful. So you mentioned the failure rate, and I think that's something that's really key um, since there's a lot of moving parts that go into starting up a business like this. Off the top of your head, though, can you name other factors and other risks that play into this? Well, I think just the risk of trying to develop a new drug is high. You know, it's for a lot of us, um, you're, you need to have skills um, that most of us don't learn in medical school or PhD programs or scientific training. So it's, you know, it's an unfamiliar and risky proposition to go in that direction. Yet, even with those risks that you just mentioned, what makes you keep going and keep navigating the biotech startup company? Well, you know, we're at the big. You know, it's funny. I, I think the, there's two ways of looking at this. I think if you look at it from the scientist standpoint, you would say that we've come a long way, and that would be a measure of success. If you look at it from the other end of the telescope, um, from the might say the pharmaceutical and the business and pharma, and you would say you're just at the beginning. So I think to call it successful, it just depends on your perspective. I view it as successful because I feel like for people like me, we've come a long way, and that's very unusual. But I think I also recognize that uh, my colleagues in the business pharma sector would say I still have a long way to go. So you can't declare it as success until you get, you know, in my view, get a drug into a patient and help someone. So, yes, successful, but still not fully successful. And now it's time to share our digits. The numbers that matter to you in entrepreneurial news. Seth, what is your digit this week? My digit is 6.9 million. Genoscopy, a St. Louis life science startup, has raised $6.9 million in Series A funding. Funding round was led by St. Louis-based venture firm Cultivation Capital. Genoscopy develops diagnostic tools for gastrointestinal health. Startup's total funding now totals $8.2 million. What are your digits? Five and 13. Oh wow, so you get you get two digits. Yeah, why not? Sweet. This actually comes from venture capital firm M25, which ranked St. Louis as fifth in the Midwest for startups and Kansas City as 13th. St. Louis was noted for its funding efforts. Cultivation Capital of St. Louis raised a $70 million fund this year. The ranking also noted the number of startups in Fortune 500 companies in St. Louis. Kansas City has had instances of mega funding, including Insight Partners backing Pay It with $100 million. And to finish out the podcast, we will give you this week's quote for the road. This week, it is from Austin Wilson, Director of City Innovation and Relations at Urban Lean, a Palo Alto GovTech platform which helps cities test and evaluate innovative solutions. He says he hopes to form a partnership with the city of Kansas City. Here's his quote. For me, coming into Kansas City, being able to feel like a part of a community was a goal of mine, and the community and the people I've reached out to have been very, very welcoming. It's been a pleasant surprise. 
And that's all for this week. This has been Speaking Startup from Missouri Business Alert. This episode was produced, edited, and hosted by Isabel Robles and me, Seth Bodine. Our theme music was produced by Elliot Bowman. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Speaking startup. I think we should start all of our intros like that. I think we should do. I always make my way to like my carny voice. Like, (laughs) hello and welcome. (laughs) It's your Cracker Jacks here in Speaking Startup. I'm Carney Isabel Robles. Glad to be wearing my red and white stripes.